Toph, would you say you and Aang have a rocky relationship? Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. What song are you singing? Uh, Guess who's back, back again. <laughs> it's a song. I don't know the name. I forgot the name of it. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, it's been a while. Did you miss us? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> well, it's only been a month. It uh, Has yeah. it been a month? Yeah, last episode was up, uh, uploaded April 28th. Oh, my God. We're recording this May 30th. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't realize it's been that long. <laughs> it's been over a month. It's fine. It's fine. We're we're okay. Let's lay <laughs> let's lay some ground rules, and we've we've uh, gone to the working gone to the workshop. Yes. Uh, with with the podcast, make sh- making sure that this is like something we want to do. We took and, a nice long break. Yeah, a, a, a hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, and we're coming back, and you know we're we're gonna do it, guys. We're gonna do it every week. <laughs> Weekly uploads every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, mark it. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Fast we forward will. to next Tuesday. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be good. No episode. Well, we're we're we have more ideas um, with like what to do with the podcast and marketing and getting it out there, and they're pretty exciting. Yeah, so. we're we're really excited by what we've done so far, and we're really excited for what we're gonna do with it. Um, this podcast also, is something we really like to do. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy how uh, how low effort it's been so far, mm-hmm. and actually how many people have been listening. Yeah, it's like, there's a good. Double digits, yeah, not triple. Double digits. But honestly, like I wasn't expecting the amount of double digits. I wasn't we're expecting like five people to listen every <laughs> yeah. single episode, and it seems like so. more than that are listening. So. Yeah. So if you're listening and you but, don't know who we are, that's crazy. That's to crazy us. to us. Yeah. <laughs> we literally think it's just Aaron's two brothers listening, and that's it. Yeah. Because like my brothers don't even listen; they just press play for five seconds to count it as a listen, and then they don't. Hey, it's sixty <laughs> seconds to count it as a listen. Oh yeah, yeah, sixty seconds. <laughs> Just in case. Just guys, in case, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but uh, any any news so far? Anything that we've missed? Well, we've been gone for a while, and and um, some some things have been happening. Yes. In the news. Um, <laughs> well, there's so, a lot of news things happening. So, um, it was reported that from an online source. I don't really know if this is real or not, but. <laughs> On Twitter, it was going around that the casting uh, call for uh, the Netflix live action series, series yeah. uh, had gone out, and it specified which uh, like Ethnicity ethnicities they were looking at for each character. So cool. it outlined that they were definitely looking for people to play Katara and Sokka, who were of Native American descent. Cool. Um, or any other like uh, indigenous type of descent, yeah, right. Which makes a lot of sense because Katara and Sokka is like the whole water tribe culture is very yeah. heavily influenced by um, indigenous people, right? Yeah, and then sure. uh, it just also just outlined that Aang and Zuko they would be they would be looking for Asian like people of Asian descent. It didn't really specify. Didn't specify. Oh, okay. Just gotcha. that Asian, uh, which I think is fine. I mean, yeah, the whole world of Avatar isn't it's, one culture. Yeah, that's right. I, each um, nation, the the way the writers portray, it's not supposed to be like one uh, Asian country per. You yeah, know, exactly. Uh, no, every nation. nation has multiple influences pulled into it. Right. Um. So I, I think that's just how they want to keep in with the yeah. live action, which is good. Literally, Wait, already just one step ahead of the, of movie. the movie. Yeah, so there you go. You know, uh, one one uh, layer of effort above so, the movie. So yeah, I mean that's a good sign. It looks like it's not going to be completely whitewashed, uh, which is 
a positive. Um, who knows? I think also we didn't talk about it, but I think the same source originally leaked ages. That's when we got the mm. uh, idea that Katara was going to be aged up. Oh, that's right. In the live action Which I show. Don't, I don't mind. I, I don't know. I still have my problems with I've, that. I'm just, I'll, I'll just let it happen. I have no control. I mean, I, actually, who knows? We can we can uh, bully them like they did with the Sonic movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if a lot of people are not okay with it, I mean, are I'm the, sure Is they... that true? Are, are there, I'm not really plugged into like Twitter, so... I remember people being angry when it came out on Twitter that they were mm. looking to age up Katara because they were keeping Zuko the same age. They were they were aging Sokka down and making him the younger brother. And then Aang is still going to be know. around 12. We'll see how it works. So it's just a little weird. I don't know. Yeah. It is a, It is like an arbitrary choice, it seems like. Yeah. It's like, why? Even, yeah. Why? Why do you even have to do it? Yeah. It, I don't know. it doesn't really. I mean, so much of the. We've talked about this before, but so much of the great beauty of Sokka and Katara's relationship is that even though Sokka or is Katara's the younger sibling, she takes care of Sokka in a lot of ways. And true. Anyways, um, also they they revealed that the creators of Avatar are coming out with a new book called Mm. Beasts of the Four Nations: Creatures from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Cool, like a fantastic piece. Where to find them? Is that? It seems like they're really like leaning into this like uh like potter universe <laughs> but like with avatar yeah yeah and they're well, gonna I mean, like start releasing books from the I, world i think it's a good idea anyway i mean you have the air bison you have the um the badger moles like mm-hmm. there are some really Dragons. yeah there are some really interesting it looks like uh, the on the show. cover of the book it's really cool it has the the Ooh. the lion turtle from the yeah book three and it has a dragon for the Fire Nation, a badger mole for the Earth Nation, an air bison for air, and Is then that... it looks like a wolf, like yeah. like like how like um, what's what's Katara's? Or you mean Korra? Korra's, yeah. What's Korra's? Uh, it started with an N, right? Yeah. Nani? <laughs> no, Nana. No. No. Not no. N- Nala. It's not Nala. That's Lion King. <laughs> Damn it. Um. I don't remember. <laughs> It's okay. It's definitely yeah. It looks end. like it, but that's like so. The what Cora had her pet was more like a bear. That looks like a wolf. Yeah, it does look more like a wolf. Um, so, I wonder. I wonder what that is. Naga. 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 Yes, Nala. I was close. <laughs> hey. Um, and then also on the cover, it has like um, what's the what's the pet that um. Maku and um, Bolin. Oh, um, the the fire ferret. Yeah, it has like a fire ferret on the cover yeah, and a yeah. bunch of different like creatures that we've seen. Got the hog monkeys. Got mm-hmm. those four winged penguins. The, right. The rhinos. The rhinos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Um, they. I feel like they're gonna be doing a lot of kind of stuff like this. Like they should. They're probably gonna release. They should release like scrolls, like water bending scrolls, mm, that'd be showing cool. like the movements. The movements. Yeah. Like, well, for it, each be t- tai chi <laughs> i know but like you yeah. know why not <laughs> that's true um that'd be kind of interesting what if like there was like a um martial arts uh, let me let me workshop this in my brain but i'm thinking of like kind a, of like how there's a like a in a quidditch like people play quidditch and make quidditch teams at their schools like universities yeah people like sign up for like martial arts themed that's like, like avatar themed yeah. martial arts classes exactly exactly avatar themed martial arts classes 
<laughs> and you're just tricking people into doing march- martial arts, but yeah. they think they're like firebending. <laughs> uh, that's that's really funny. I mean, it'd be cool. People would do it. I'd be, yeah, people would def- definitely like, like a like a fire dojo. Fire dojo, yeah. And it's like they have a lot of fire, and it's really hot. <laughs> I mean, if somebody were to like, hey, we're gonna water bend. And then I just was doing Tai Chi, but I thought I was waterbending. I think I'd be okay with that. It's like an ignorance It'd still be the real moment. moves from the yeah, show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's that, it's that realistic. Yeah, I think they, they could do that. Yeah. I'm still waiting on a universal avatar, like, world. That'd be so cool. And, like, all the performers could uh, be, like, yeah. fire performers. Like, like Universal Studios. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, fire performers where the fire breathers, because people do, like, there's fire performers. Well, now that's a thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised, because now that there's... An extended universe. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if... If it's picked up by a park. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at all. Put it in Islands I, of Adventure. No, put it in Universal Studios. They oh, yeah, need more. they need more. <laughs> they need more stuff. They need to just tear down some of it and replace it yeah. with Avatar. <laughs> Sorry, Universal. Just tear down the Jimmy Fallon ride. <laughs> I heard they're tearing down Riff Ride Rocket. Good. Or, I hate that ride. <laughs> I like it. Apparently, yeah. I, I didn't know how many people hated it. It, it just... It feels too. It feels so dangerous to me. It's so shaky, and it gives me a headache, and it bangs my head like on the. Our friend the uh, Sabrina, she worked at Rip Ride Rocket. She hated it. Yeah. It would because apparently it always break down. Yeah. Well, anyway. exactly. That doesn't make me feel safer about it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I yeah. Like replace that. Replace that with a a cool. I don't know. Avatar. A flying bison ride for the kids. Ooh, that's like cute. like a Dumbo ride, but it's little flying bison. Yeah. That's so cute. Oh, it would be uh, in well. Remember, remember, Dueling Dragons. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, imagine that, but with like, the the dance of the drag, the dra- dance yeah, of the dragon. Dance, right? well, I was, yeah, dance. Yeah, what or, it's called. I think so. Yeah, or we could. Do, it could be like a Ang versus Zuko type of like fight. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think like it, I think if it was Aang. Dance of the Dragons, and it kind of mimicked that show when they were doing like the movements. Yeah, with each other. that'd be cool. Um, anyway. Anyways, <laughs> on from the hypothetical uh, theme park, has not been announced, nor will it probably be announced <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> um, where are my Olivia Rodrigo stands what? out there? <laughs> what, what what podcast are we in? Listen, Olivia Rodrigo, uh, you know her. Yes. What is the relevance? She released her hit debut okay. album, Sour. Go stream it on Spotify. Why are we? <laughs> uh, she listen. I'm getting there. Okay, fine. I won't interrupt. She sampled Avatar Love on uh, her last track. Yeah, it's just like the same three notes. Dun, dun, okay. Dun, dun. That's it's, it. Or four notes. But it's distinctly recognizable at Av- as Avatar's Love. I don't know. The whole song. You didn't even. Okay. You didn't even listen to the song. The whole song is completely different. And then she shifts into the that uh, melody at the very end of the song. What's the song name? Hope you're okay. Okay. Listeners, go check that out. See if you think it's the... Yeah, she hasn't... I mean, I, I don't disagree that it's similar. She I hasn't just... said that it's um, Avatar for sure, but I mean, it's literally Avatar's love. I know. I It does sound like it. I'm not disagreeing it's, it's with exactly, that. It sounds exactly like it. It's, but it's just the first... Like, it doesn't do the chord change like in the Columbus song. Anyway, I... Okay, I... I... I still think it's important to mention on okay. our Avatar-themed podcast. Fine. Fine. You just started, like, like plugging her, though. Well, yeah. I mean, go listen to her. She's, it's a great album. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anyway. 
the I fortune think, teller. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that like a mainstream I, yeah. pop singer like vi- like sampled referencing. The song. Yeah, like, no. Reference if music. it's true, if it's real, then if she says yeah, that, that was referenced, then I would appreciate it. But like I don't know. I think it's a very Gen Z thing to do. Put an Avatar theme song in your <laughs> yeah, it just in came your music out in the last year, yeah, or on Netflix. I mean, yeah, it got it got a revival. Yeah, so I mean, a that's, lot of people. That's why we're doing this? Listen, it's Avatar. There's no denying it. <laughs> yeah, it. She included Avatar's love in her song. Anyway, anyway, the episode that we will be talking about is the fortune teller. The fortune teller. <laughs> is that a little jingle you came yeah. up with? Just now. Yeah. I've well, been writing it. <laughs> well, this was an episode. It was an episode. It was good. It I wasn't think this bad. Is, I think this is probably one of my favorite filler really? episodes. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. I really, you know what gets what gets it for me? I love the cloud bending. That's cool. Yeah. And I love the ending scene with the volcano and like. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was badass. The little the end, Katang sure. moments we get in it. And this episode made me kind of like, oh, like about Katang. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I just don't care about the relationship. Well, I didn't care either before because up until this moment, it was just kind of ang crushing on Katara. Like she didn't really kind of. have any. It, they only had like one moment in, in the first episode. Exactly. But this episode. Yeah. There's, it, like, it a, there's like a cute moment where like, yeah, with Katara acknowledging Aang kind of. Yeah, the at the time. end. That was cute. And I just like, I mean, listen, there's no Zuko. So you know how I usually feel about the Zuko free episodes. I think out of the Zuko free episodes, this is a good one. I would <laughs> there's, rewatch there's better it. better ones out there. I like it. I like it. I think it's, I think it's good. It's, it's got funny Sokka humor where everyone shits on him the whole time. <laughs> it's got True. some love. It has Katara kind of being stupid for a little bit, which I normally don't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, she's like so smitten, uh, like About trying to find. Telling, yeah, yeah, or well, like she really wants to know, like who you she's know, gonna she loves be hope with. and she loves destiny. That's and true. She loves all those things. Yeah, it it'll I it definitely aligns with her personality. So yeah, but and I also think um, I don't know Aunt Wu's like a cool character. Yeah, she wasn't. I I guess uh, she wasn't as annoying as like I remembered her mm-hmm. to be you know what i mean like because of course the, the whole... townspeople were annoying yeah but like she wasn't yeah. really like she was just spitting facts uh, literally but literally not she um literally yes all her predi- predictions came true <laughs> i need to re-listen to it to make sure to like listen to the wording because that's what that's what everyone's like it's so it everyone's always technically right yeah no i think it was a good episode um i enjoyed watching it yeah which is more than i can say for other filler episodes yeah yeah um anyway let's 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 get into it yeah look can your fortune telling explain that can your science explain why it rains yes yes it can chapter 14 the fortune teller Katara, Aang, and Sokka are on a riverbank when Aang gives Katara a woven necklace to replace the one that Zuko stole. When she puts on the necklace, Aang instantly blushes and Sokka starts teasing him. Katara defends Aang, saying, he's a cute little guy, like Momo, which Aang is disheartened by. (laughs) The gang then notice an old man being attacked by a platypus bear, though he's acting pretty calm about it. 
Appa scares the animal away, and the old man tells them that the reason why he wasn't scared is because the local fortune teller, Aunt Wu, said that he would have a safe journey. Sokka is skeptical of the fortune teller, but Katara says that they should go check her out. When they get to Aunt Wu's place at the nearby village, they meet Meng, Aunt Wu's assistant. Meng immediately has a crush on Aang, believing he's the big-eared man Aunt Wu predicted she would marry. Katara is the first to see the fortune teller, and Aang decides to eavesdrop on their session. Aunt Wu reveals that the person Katara will marry will be a, quote, very powerful bender, which gives Aang a nice confidence boost. Aang then goes next, and in their session, she says that he will be involved in a great battle of good versus evil, which Aang already knows, so he asks about girls in his future. Surprised by his disinterest, she says that she didn't see anything about love in his future, so she tells him to just follow his heart. There you go. In the village, it's time for Aunt Wu's annual reading of the clouds, where she predicts if the nearby volcano will stay dormant for another year or if it will erupt. Sokka tries to tell everyone how dangerous it is to entrust the safety of their village in fortune-telling, but no one listens. Aunt Wu reads the clouds in front of everyone, letting them know that they will have a great harvest and that the volcano will not erupt this year. And it's a great year for twins. Great year for twins. (laughs) After the cloud reading, Sokka goes around the village trying to debunk Aunt Wu's claims to the other villagers, but no one is listening. Aang then gets the idea to go out and find a flower to give to Katara, which takes him and Sokka up the volcano. When they get up there, they find out that the volcano is not dormant, and Aunt Wu was completely wrong. Aang and Sokka go back to tell everyone, but even as the ground is shaking, no one believes the gang at all. To get the village to trust them, Aang finds the cloud reading book, with the help of Meng, who has been stalking him, and Katara and him fly into the sky with Appa so they can waterbend the clouds into a shape that would predict the eruption. Aunt Wu sees the new symbol in the clouds and tells the villagers that the volcano will indeed erupt. The village finally organizes and they dig trenches in front of the village to stop the lava. As everyone evacuates, the gang stays to make sure the village itself is safe. Aang creates a huge whirlwind that stops the trenches from overflowing and he saves the village, which causes Katara to realize how truly powerful of a bender he is. Sokka then tries to make sure the village learn their lesson of not trusting fortune-telling too much, but in the end, all of Aunt Wu's prediction came true, so they didn't really buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I told you, like, this episode plays with the idea of fate in, yeah. a, in a fun little way. Yeah. Um, and we see this in a lot of storytelling. Uh, is your destiny predetermined mm-hmm. um, no matter what you do? Uh, we right. see that in a lot of fantasy elements. Yeah. Um, and this kind of brings that in in a simple way for kids to understand. Yeah, it's really interesting in that way because it, it also plays on the words of like, just like I said earlier, being just technically right. Yeah. Which is obviously so frustrating to someone like Sokka who's like trying to tell them that they shouldn't be like putting all their faith <laughs> into right. uh, something that's not data driven or science. I mean, there's no data here, but like it's uh, they're trying to play on the idea of like observable truths, mm-hmm. you know, and um, 
and like correlation does not equal causation that's what Sokka is trying to prove and the idea that you can take fate into your own hands which is what Wu was kind of telling them all along yeah right um and so she was kind of right in that aspect you know the villagers they entrusted everything into Aunt Wu but then by the end the gang really kind of took it into their own hands and shaped uh the that village's fate for them right I mean but the thing is what's what's kind of uh frustrating i guess is like they don't learn they don't learn their lesson yeah they don't learn their lesson like they don't learn that they can find that balance of course like yeah. faith is important for sure um but at the same time rationality can also help you make uh in- informed decisions right? yeah i don't think any of those villagers really uh notice the big picture of like they have some choice in the matter and yeah. they have their own journey that they can help shape themselves. They don't have to just uh rely on destiny completely. Right, exactly. I thought it was really cool how <laughs> it was a small moment cuz obviously this episode uh deals more with like love interests. Uh, you know, yeah. Katara is very interested in finding out who she's going to marry. Yeah. Aang is really crushing hard. It's it's yeah, it was funny how they used the Mang and Aang as like a juxtaposing like the two sides. Like Aang was playing both Katara and himself as far as like the yeah. both sides he was of the relationship. A ta- he was getting like a taste of his own med- he was giving a taste of his own medicine yes. out to someone else. Yeah, he was like exactly. kind of on his hook. Yeah. It's like the the How I Met Your Mother episode where it's like, are you on someone's hook or right. are you in someone's <laughs> uh in someone's yeah, on someone's hook. Right, yeah. Um, because everyone has that one person on their hook. <laughs> <laughs> um I no, what I really loved about this episode was it, it kind of highlighted how it was just a fun filler episode is when um <laughs> Aunt Wu was predicting Aang's future and was like, I see a terrible (laughs) battle in your future of good versus evil where the fate of the world hangs in your hands. And Aang's like, yeah, 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 lady. (laughs) I know that. Tell me about who I'm going to marry. Like Aang is, is, yeah, he has this all on his shoulders, but he's still just a kid. (laughs) He wants to form his own life outside of his... Uh, destiny as the avatar right it's almost like a meta joke yeah where they're uh ang has already had that moment where like oh your uh balance the, the the balance of the world rests on your hands he's already been told that so many times that he like actually doesn't care anymore yeah he's like i know i've accepted <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost kind of like he he he's been to therapy enough to <laughs> accept his fate that like yeah he's gonna yeah, he, he, he hated it before, but he understands he's the avatar. He has to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Let I don't me know care. about the girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I just thought that that was really, again, a cool way of bringing in that dark, like, element of his life that's yeah. going to happen into this poor kid, like this poor 12-year-old kid's life. And and but, that's, how the, that's how the whole kid's show is. Yeah, right. Like, that's how it is a kid's show. At the same time, can you blame him for, like wanting to try and focus on other stuff other yeah, than like no. his avatar duties at the moment. I you mean, know? I can blame him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because but at the same time, like there's a time crunch. Right. right. I, I don't understand why they're still doing these little like <laughs> staycations. True. That is true. Yeah. I don't understand why they're in one place for more than a night. <laughs> they yeah, should this be. Was a, this was a day. They didn't stay the night here. I don't know about that. I think they stayed the night. No. I think I so. Remember. Cause Katara like came back the next day to Aunt Wu and was like, Oh, 
I don't know. No, like they walked out of the village and then as they walked out, it was the cloud reading, right? Oh, wow. This and was then, an eventful. Even this so, was a whole day. they shouldn't be staying a whole day in one place. They should be camping at night. I agree. Getting as many miles in as they can on Appa during the day. Come on, you gotta gotta have the good stories. The good stories on the journey. No. They at as it's soon all as they about found the out as soon as they found out that there was a timeline, they needed to get their little butts to the North Pole as soon as possible. Hey, they're on their way. They're on their way. Um yeah, no, I thought Aang's whole little arc was it was kind of annoying because he was being really mean to that poor little girl Meng, yeah <laughs> um but he she was stalking him yeah. like, come on yeah and i mean she only was into him for his ears let's be honest <laughs> those big old ears we got to see some great girl advice from Sokka. oh yeah just stay aloof stay ignore aloof. her ignore her be mean be perfect Sokka was really funny in this episode. Yeah, I loved I loved the um, the science guy, like the Sokka and I, the science yeah, guy. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that was good. But I loved the the um, the library session with Aunt Wu, mm-hmm. where she just reads him, <laughs> reads him to filth. <laughs> no need for a session. I can tell by the look on your face that you're in for a life of misery that you're gonna inflict upon yourself. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly want to know more about Sokka's full life to see if that actually is what came into fruition because I know that we know that he dies relatively young. Yeah, true. So yeah, I wonder that, I wonder another, what his fate was. Another idea, like doing a Sokka spinoff, like after the events of the show. I mean, they just need to tell us exactly what happens. Yeah, just a general, like... <laughs> you know, Toph being a mom. Like what happens to the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how Sokka dies. Um, yeah. How did Aang die again? This is spoilers, obviously. He died. It's, it's, it's... I forgot. It's rumored to Wasn't be... Wasn't the Yakone thing? No, 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 no. It's rumored to be because his avatar spirit was so depleted from his right. hundred years in the um, iceberg. I that think he was we... Using his, yeah, we talked about this. He was using his chakra, like, for so long that yeah. his lifespan was just way shorter. Because usually avatars live extremely long because of their avatar spirit. Right. So he kind of already had a hundred years under his belt. So by the time he was like yeah. fifty, true, it was like he was already like two hundred or yeah, three hundred in actually, Avatar years. Probably the first Avatar to die of like old age. Not no, not old age, but like. But I mean, effectively, that's what he died of. Like running, ran out of energy. But I'm sure other Avatars die, but just much later, right? From that's, old age. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I think Kyoshi was like the oldest one. I think we talked about it, like four hundred years. But she died years. in battle, right? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, you haven't even finished reading that book, huh? <laughs> no. How long has it been? Listen, we started this podcast listen, in January. What book are you reading, sir? I didn't say I was going to read a book. Okay. You're the one that said it. Well, listen, <laughs> one one journey at a time here, okay? Uh, no, okay. Uh, yeah, I I thought that read session was funny. Um, I thought yeah. Sokka's just whole <laughs> demeanor this episode. He was like the skeptic. yeah. Which I mean, he, rightfully he is a so, lot. but yeah, yeah, it aligns with his character, and like, I love the uh, this. Will, I think we're gonna put this as the 
the sound bite, mm-hmm. but the whole, <laughs> can your science explain why it rains? Yes, it <laughs> yes, can. It can, it does. <laughs> yeah, he was like the scientists telling the whole world that the world's going to end by climate change in a couple years. Yeah. And we're just like the, the leaders of each country being yeah. like, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, it was essentially the past year with the virus, too, just <laughs> everything. <laughs> anything yeah, science like, Believe the and, scientists, please. Yeah, anything, anytime science tries to influence politics in some way yeah it this is the exact conversation (laughs) i really i i thought he was really funny this episode except when he was being a little misogynistic about his girl advice to yeah yeah to ang i thought hey that was driven by facts and logic (laughs) let's talk of the i thought ang was cute like he's like no i just really want to get her a flower and my heart is telling me to get her a flower instead of being aloof yeah, okay, can we I talk- think, okay, can- Sorry, One, no. I think Aang was so cute at the beginning. Like, he was made, uh, he yeah. made Katara a hand-woven necklace yeah. with, like, a little flower on he it. Likes her. For, because he knew that she was missing her mom's necklace so bad. It was so <laughs> cute. And then, like, Sokka just rips on him for <laughs> it. It's so mean. Well, it's- she's his brother. Or, he's her brother, sorry. I know, but- you. Like, Aang is just, let him be sweet. Let him be a sweet kid to, to we're the girls dealing, We're likes. dealing with, like, teenagers and kids. Let him get girls flowers and make them make their them necklaces. I think that's so cute. Anyways, um, Katara was a little stupid this episode. She was annoying sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to rip on Katara, but, but like... But you, you, just, you just brought it up. I know. Listen, I love Katara, but she's had a lot of episodes... Where she's been making like stupid decisions. What was the last one? I mean, Jet. Yeah. The water bending scroll. Like yeah, she, yeah. she's been a little iffy in a, in some of these episodes. Oh, well, I mean, I think she's really gonna shine in book two, like in the desert where she basically saves yeah. all of them. Like she, I mean, she, she grows. She grows. That, yeah. that, that's the thing about season one is that we're dealing right now. We're dealing with kids, teenagers. You know, they they don't have these experiences that they. Like, these are the experiences now that shape them. You know what I mean? Having these little tiny morality lessons, essentially. Yeah, she definitely leads more with her emotions, and she's very headstrong this season. Um, But, I mean, that doesn't go away. She still kind of, like, remains headstrong and uh, firm in her decisions on why she does things. Right. Uh, But, yeah. Sometimes it's a little annoying. Yeah. It was fine, this episode. I mean, she got on board with Sokka and Aang really quick. She didn't, like not trust them yeah when they told her about the volcano uh she was just you know she was smitten she wanted to know if when she'd pass away after her third great grandchild was born and (laughs) we need to see if if that act ever happens third great if like miko's miko's uh miko's son is born and then Hmm. she passes away milo milo we're so bad about our cora knowledge (laughs) well it's been a while yeah we're gonna we'll watch it Right, because she has three grandkids from Korra. Yeah, uh, Tenzin, uh, Bumi, and... No, grandkids. Grandkids. Janora, Milo, and... uh, Oh, Janora, Milo. The one who... Iki. Iki? Is it Iki? No, that's a a bison's name. (laughs) That's a flying bison's name. Iki. It's Iki. No. No. To Google. I was right. I was right. Okay, yeah. I was right. I told you it was Iki. Oh, and then a ba- the baby's name is Rowan. Rohan. 
Wait, what baby? Oh, the baby. Yeah. Yeah, the, the baby ba- that no one cares the about. Baby. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I forgot he had a name. Yeah, <laughs> they- I thought I thought the wife was just pregnant all three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, totally for- I forgot Four she gave birth. Yeah. When did she give birth? I think in like season two or something. I like how this podcast is basically like a. Uh, precursor to the the eventual Cora podcast we'll do <laughs> and it's just us trying to Listen, remember we what gotta happened to Korra examine the whole it. world at large <laughs> no we're just going on tangents <laughs> that's what's happening anyways can I talk about my uh wait 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 yes we can but I for- I totally forgot can we real quick talk about how the hell there are like flowers just growing on the like lip of the volcano I think that's a thing is that a thing I'm sure it's but a okay thing nature okay if I, I will accept. Weird. I will accept that's a thing. How were there not flowers in between the village and the, <laughs> the crest of the volcano? I think they specifically grow in the inside oh, like maybe he's trying to find rare. No, I don't. I don't exactly it's a remember. Panda lily. Oh, that's what it was called. Panda lily. Yeah, and it was found inside the volcano, so he had to go to the inside of the volcano. Um, I really loved when Aang got to show off his badassness. In uh, is this a bending, your favorite bending moment? Well, it's also just my favorite episode moment. Uh, I really loved when he he did like a tornado in the air, and then he he flung the air like to the side onto the lava as it flew up into the trenches, and it caused like a cascade of like rock around the village. Right. Um. And he did that all by himself. And that's when Sokka was like, man, like sometimes I forget what a powerful bender that kid is. Ooh. And Katara had this moment where he was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess he is. Her loins noticed. No, ew. <laughs> <laughs> These are children. You're right. Children. Her heart noticed. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was really cute. Like that. that's kind of the first sense of how Katara might feel a certain way towards Aang. Yeah. Because, like I said before, we knew... There wasn't... Yeah, there hasn't been really much of a hint from Katara to We knew Aang crushed Aang. on Katara, but... Yeah. We didn't... There was no reason to think that the Katara only, felt anything. The only, like, love interest we've seen from Katara is to Zuko. Jet. Oh, yeah, Zuko. Not Jet. Zuko. Well, wasn't there a moment? It was not a moment. It was just because Zuko was being way too sexy <laughs> when he was swing capture. It wasn't a moment. <laughs> it was just Zuko being seductive for no reason. <laughs> you want this necklace? No, it's like all it was it was all save you from the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It wasn't a moment. There was, will be a moment. It was just his voice. The smooth Dante Basco voice. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it was they didn't share a moment. <laughs> okay, yeah, then uh, I guess it was only Jet. Yeah, Jet. And, you know, we, they do definitely share a moment in the future. But I wouldn't even call that romantic. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was just crushing. On Jet? Yeah. Not on Zuko. Not yet. I don't think she really crushes on Zuko. Yeah, there's, there's... There's a, a moment, moment, like, yeah. for a second that maybe... But well, it, it it was enough of a moment to cause like the entire fandom to reject Katang. 
fandoms don't need actual moments. They just need their <laughs> they they need their head. Yes, their head <laughs> They just make it up in their head. <laughs> they needed that I'll protect you from the pirates line and they just need <laughs> that, that was that it. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> they just ran true. with it. That's true. They didn't need anything. They could have not spoken the entire rest of the series and and Zutara still would have happened. I <laughs> promise you that. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> don't need anything. Meanwhile, you have Aang and Katara like sharing blushes and glances every single episode. Nobody wants it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Aang. What was the what was the meme that you showed me? If you were an Aang if you are on team team Aang, you blah blah blah. Oh, you shared me like a, shared a meme on Facebook. It was just like a post. Your attraction to toxic men started when you picked Zuko over Aang. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, and it's like no one picked Aang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aang wasn't an option. Aang was a twelve year old bald monk. <laughs> He's a powerful bender. He is. No, I will honestly. When Aang got hair, I was like, oh. Like a, as like a kid, I was like, ooh. As Kuzan? Yeah. Well, no, in the, not just, yeah, and he was. That's when he got, yeah, oh, yeah, just yeah. season three. Season three when he got hair, and then also when he shaved it off, and he had like the new outfit. Mm, yeah. I, I was like down. There's this one. Uh, I was the, down. At the 12, la- I was down. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode of the show, um, there's this one frame that they draw Aang like after the final fight, and it's like him standing up, and it, they just, I, they definitely purposely like drew him like like a, a straighter jawline just like mm-hmm. super mature yeah you know i was like that, that was a very like conscious decision i noticed for, that they wanted to make him seem like he grew the most from this experience i vividly remember and there's still videos of this and you can look it up when they showed the so book three happened and then after the the day of black sun episode it was on hiatus yeah. And they released a trailer for the second half of book three, like all the firebending training, all of that stuff. And um, there's a video of them showing that trailer at Comic-Con. Really? And when they showed that scene of like Zuko and Aang firebending shirtless and like <laughs> everyone was screaming, like yeah. all the women in the audience <laughs> Hey, I'd be screaming. What do you mean all the women? They were just screaming. Well, and then also they they teased it because uh, I have to show you this clip. But they they after, showed yeah, after. they showed um they cut a clip of Aang hugging Katara and her pulling away, Ooh. and then they immediately cut to the clip of Katara hugging Zuko. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the fandom went wild. <laughs> Tumblr was screaming. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, when we watch these shows from like from now, uh, there's no trailers. There's no yeah, anticipation. Yeah, yeah. We don't know the marketing behind yeah. that. Yeah, like just teased they all this. They knew stuff. what they were doing. Yeah. They did it, and they strategically cut it like that. And it was so crazy because it's so obvious what they were trying to say. And 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 Tumblr was having a field. Day. I think yeah, I think that's the difference because when since you grew up on it and I didn't. I didn't really think much of like Zutara. Oh, I but remember you, you were like, what do you think? I like, saw that trailer gonna... and I was like, wow. Yeah. Like Zuko's going to be with the gang. Zuko and Katara are hugging and Katara's not hugging Aang. Oh, no. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> I was literally 12. <laughs> Hit that reblog. <laughs> I don't know if I had a Tumblr. 
around that. I just remember. Uh, was Tumblr around back then? I think so. When did this show come out? 2005? 2005, but I think the third season wasn't until like 2007 or 2008. Right. Well, that makes sense. Um. So 2008, Tumblr was definitely around. Uh, it would have been early, honestly. 2008 was when I was in fifth grade. I was in middle school and I remember people being on Tumblr. In, when you were in sixth grade? Yeah. Well, I was in middle school, I remember, and that was like kind of the start, like 2010. I wouldn't say 2008. Like I Tumblr. definitely remember in... Yeah, in middle school, people were on Tumblr. Maybe. And if it wouldn't be, I don't know. I definitely saw that scene being analyzed, like post Avatar. Oh well, on yeah, Tumblr. definitely after, or definitely when Tumblr became like bigger. Yeah, yeah. of course, it was definitely there. I I really want to know crazy. how they. I love I love looking at trailers of things I've already seen before and like kind of reliving that anticipation mm. of like like. I remember I would, because whenever I was a fan of something and like like Harry Potter, I would watch those trailers on YouTube like over and over oh, yeah. or like Twilight. <laughs> I would watch the trailer that over was... and over and people would react to trailers on YouTube yeah, and yeah. analyze them frame by frame. Oh, people still do that. I know, but like, I, I don't think, I'm not in as much of a fan as anything, like, of anything coming out now. Right, yeah, definitely. So I don't really do that as much. I mean, I'll probably watch I mean, the trailer. I, I for do like, that, you know, like for video games or something. I'll probably watch, do that for the trailer of like the Netflix series that comes out. True. Or like if they ever. Yeah. Hey, we'll be those people reacting. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I used to love doing that as a teenage, as a young teen. Yeah, that was definitely like the first time I'd used YouTube was just to watch like movie trailers, I remember. Yeah. Or like music videos. That was it. Yeah, whenever they would release like promotional scenes from Ooh. a movie, like from Twilight, like or from Kiss, Harry Potter, like Kiss from a Rose, and they showed the Batman movie and the music <laughs> video. <laughs> no, like they would release full scenes yeah, from I movies, know. like at the MTV Movie Awards. Right. And yeah. I would just be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I was like, "Why am I obsessing over this two-minute clip of like?" <laughs> but that's how I that's how I remember feeling when I would see ads on Nickelodeon for like the next seasons of Avatar. Because like I said, this was the first like serialized show I remember vividly watching. Right. So, I had to stay tuned. Hey, I don't blame you. Yeah. It it hooked you in. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Yes. Hit me with it. All right. So in case you didn't notice, uh, Meng, Meng. Meng from uh, this episode is voiced by our girl who voices Toph. What's her name? Oh, God. This is your fun I fact. I should have looked it up. I should have looked it up. I should have looked it up. We've looked up so many things this episode. You could tell we prepare. Jesse Flower. Nice. I knew it was Jesse. Good job, Jesse Flower. Good job, Jesse Flower. Yeah, she you can tell it's her voice, but she kind of like does a little more baby girl voice right. with this character. They probably you know what they probably did was like they had her as like the extra mm-hmm. and they just liked her enough that, hey, there's gonna be this other character we want yeah. to do it. Well, because originally Toph was supposed to be a boy. Right. That's I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a a buff boy. Yeah. <laughs> like like more like the and then they memed that. Yeah. The, uh, the... More like the Ember Island yeah. uh, Toph. Right. Yeah, they memed it in that episode. But Man, I mean, of I'm course really there's... glad. I I mean, we'll talk about but I'm really glad they made the decision they oh, made with yeah. Toph. Toph Toph is a really she's perfect an amazing per- character. character. Yeah. Toph was a character that I knew mm-hmm. like when outside of 
before you watched before Avatar. I knew before I watched Avatar. Really? Yeah, Toph was like, I remember like, oh, P- she's the blind Earthbender. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. And then there's like a little girl. That's cool. You know, like I remember sh- uh, she would pop out in like the ads and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's that's cool hearing your perspective about that. Like you, she was so iconic. She was. She was she's definitely very iconic. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching episodes like these. Excuse me. When I was a kid, and I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the filler yeah. episodes, especially this one because I was like, ooh, love. Yeah, true. As a little girl, you know. <laughs> Yeah, only girls like, love. Oh, like Aang's getting Katara flower, <laughs> and I'm still like that. Oh, Aang's getting. Katara yeah, you flower. you are still. Like that. <laughs> <coughs> no, I love it. I love love. <laughs> I love love. Wow, I'm so happy for you. Um, any good faces? Aang face. The fish face. The fish face is so good. <laughs> If you follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Or sorry, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please follow us on Instagram. If you follow on, on, is on us on Instagram, extra follow us on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, like you have to like every post. That's what we mean. The but fish no, face yeah. was good. That was You'll funny. Look at the Instagram for the fish face. It's very good. I liked Aang's like detachment to whenever, <laughs> Mang, whenever yeah. Mang would like talk to him, he'd just be like, okay. Yeah, it's just so mopey. <laughs> that's pretty much it Um, i already talked about my favorite bending moment yeah what was mine uh the cloud bending i'll take it that was really cool it was cool cool how he explained it too he's like since i'm an airbender and you're a waterbender clouds are made up of air and water yeah i was like oh yeah it was cool it was cool seeing them kind of use their both of their bending at the same like different bending at the same time synergy i think we said in the plot summary that they both waterbended but technically air was ang was airbending right during that yeah Someone just messed well, up I when mean, they wrote the plot somewhere. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, you you proofread it, <laughs> so what do you mean, anyway? You got to hire a new editor. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I like that moment a lot. It was a solid episode. I've yeah. come around. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't hate it. I'm glad. <laughs> anyway. Good for you. Anyway, follow us on TikTok. We are posting more on TikTok now. <laughs> we haven't yet, but we will be. Um, yeah, at Rocky Relationship. Pod. Us. Pod? No, no. I TikTok th- is pod. Oh, gosh. It's been a month. <laughs> Rocky Relationship pod. On TikTok. At, on, on Instagram, follow us at Rocky, Rocky Relationship. Relationship. Stream Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, sure. Listen, sh- we can get her on the pod. Before you do that, stream 60 seconds of each episode. Of our show. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can get more downloads. What if we got Olivia Rodrigo on the pod? Wow, that's that's a reach. What are are we, Danielle? What's more realistic than getting Olivia? Do you think we'd one day... One day? Get Dante Basco on the pod? If we got big enough, yeah. Okay, guys, make it happen for us. We we can't curse as much. We got to make it family friendly. No, I I think he's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We could start bleep, bleeping us out, I guess. Uh, you just, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Put like a, a, mobo, a momo sound over <laughs> our curse words. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> or an oppa growl. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Good job. Yep. Right. That's exactly it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. Well, we'll see you next week when we talk about, what was the next episode? 
what is the next episode? Um, Bato of the Water Tribe. Nice. I don't remember this one Aaron at all. Aaron could have sworn that this episode doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. He does not. I'm pretty sure you may have skipped it in your. No, I definitely didn't. I remember the Ant Eater Girl. Yeah. June. June. Anyway. Iroh gets real handsy in that episode. Oh, I don't remember it, and that sounds crazy. Not handsy, just a little inappropriate. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk about it. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.